0: let fear and insecurity take over. And insecurities, you know, I've, I've learned as I've gotten older and older and older, we keep waiting for our insecurities to kind of go away. Like once I get out of pu- puberty, you know, then those insecurities will go away. Or once, once I get out of college, then those insecurities will go away. Once I have that, that stable job or that good paycheck, or once I'm finally married, then those insecurities will go away. And I've definitely realized more and more, the older I get is that insecurities are like swamp things. You know, they're always constantly rising up for a surprise attack. You know, you think you've gotten rid of them, you think you've thrown them out into the swamp, they're gone, they're dead. And then all of a sudden you're looking at that stage and all those swamp things come and just wrap their tentacles around you and try to pull you back. All grown up! Hey everybody, this is Pauline Goni and welcome to another episode of the All Grown Up Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be tackling a secret... Uh, for our 20s and 30s, that's what we discuss every episode. At all grown up, a secret, a question, or a lie that too many of us are believing in our 20s. We break it down. That's the episode. Quick, hopefully full of truth, hope, and hilarity. That's what I'm always going for. And I'm so glad you're here with me. Again, my my name's Paul Angoni. If you've never met me before on the interwebs or in a book, I've written books like 101 Secrets for Your 20s, 101 Questions You Need to Ask in Your 20s. New book coming out. 25 lies, 20-somethings you need to stop believing. So for this secret that we're going to discuss today, I want to start with a story. It goes back a few years. I was at a park in San Diego, 4th of July. I was with my uh, in-laws, my wife, and I decided to take a little bike ride away from the family just for a little bit to get away. So I'm riding a bike and I ride around this lake and all of a sudden I hear this music and I kind of stumble across... A, a concert an outdoor concert going on free concert out in the park this was back when you know you could have concerts and groups could get together and all those things but i digress so i i show up at this concert and i quickly realize it's a it's a beach boys cover band you know fourth of july california beach boys cover fan band that that just makes sense and they're singing a song and i pull up with my bike and the crowd is all about you know 30 feet set up set back from the stage and there's about 500 600 people there in the in the grass and i pull up on my bike and i'm pretty close to the stage when i pull up and right when i get there they finish their song and they're like you know thank you you guys have been amazing you know the whole band speak thing we have one more song left but before we do that last song we want to invite five people up on the stage to compete compete in an air guitar contest and the winner Will be chosen by the crowd, and whoever wins will win this free Les Paul guitar. and And they hold up this beautiful guitar. I'm not a guitar guy. I, I Les Paul, Rand Paul, Paul Ryan, Paul Angoni, That's my name. Uh, I I don't know the difference between any of them, but it looked it looked awesome. It looked pretty cool as an electric uh, guitar. And and basically, I pulled up the the absolute perfect time. I had an advantage over everybody because I was 20 feet closer to the stage than anybody else. And so they say this and they hold up the guitar. We need five volunteers. First five to get up to the stage will, will be called up. So I look back at the crowd. It's kind of one of those slow motion moments. I look back and I start seeing people get up and I start seeing some people start to run who they're really wanting this Les Paul guitar from this Beach Boys cover band. And I have this, I have a head start on everybody. So I turn back towards the stage and I take a step and I start going up because I'm going to beat everybody there. I'm going to be the first one called up on stage. And then I stop myself. And I remember looking back at the, the amount of people in the crowd. and You know, that feeling of fear <laughs> and insecurities and just like, what I don't. Uh, and I was just, I started thinking, well, I don't want to get in front of this crowd. I don't want to embarrass myself. Do I really want the guitar that bad? You know, I started debating with myself standing there stopped myself in the tracks. And then before I even really realized what happened, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just go up towards the stage. So I kind of just wandered towards the stage and and five people had already beat me there. I completely lost my head start. I had debated myself out of it. And now they had already picked their five. So I was like, you know, it was one of those kind of bu- bummer, but you're relieved moments, like I'm um, off the hook. So I remember going back in into the crowd And I watched the last song and I watched the five people get up and do their air guitar contest. And I remember just watching them and having one of those moments of these people are just doing a terrible job. (laughs) These people are are afraid, they're trying not to embarrass themselves, they're not really going for it. You know, and in that moment, you just gotta go for it up on stage. And I remember thinking to myself, man, I could have won that guitar. I could have easily won that guitar if I went up on stage because I would have really gone for it. You know, if you get me up on stage, I can come alive. But then I remember thinking to myself, you know what, Paul, they're not going to grant you the winner of this guitar. They don't grant the bystander who's sitting in the third row who swears he could have done it better uh, the prize. Now, you got to be up on stage to actually win. And those people were brave enough to at least get up on that stage and give it a try Versus me as I'm critiquing these people when I wasn't brave enough to even get up on stage, even though I had a head start uh, before everybody else. So I didn't win a guitar. I didn't get up on stage. Really, it was a non-story. It's just a story about my lameness, about my insecurities and fear completely holding me back from something so silly uh, that no one would have, uh, no one knew me, no one would have ever known I was even there, but I could have gone back on my bike with this amazing electric guitar back to my family, and it would have been a great story. It'd, it'd be a guitar I'd probably have in my office right now that I'd point to people and be like, that's the day I won a free electric guitar at a Beach Boys cover band concert in San Diego. I mean, you don't get many times for a story like that. That was a once-in-a-lifetime a experience, and I blew it. And that's when I came up with this secret that I wrote about in my book, 101 Secrets to Your 20s. You maybe heard me say it before, but the secret is the possibility for greatness and embarrassment, they both exist in the same space. You can't do anything great if you're not willing to be an embarrassment in the process. If you're not willing to step out and embarrass yourself, then you have no chance to do anything great. And obviously that's a you know a big secret to come out with when I I'm putting it in relation to a Beach Boys cover band free guitar. That's not really a moment of greatness. But it could have been. In that moment, it was. But again, I let fear and insecurity take over. And insecurities, you know, I've, I've learned as I've gotten older and older and older, we keep waiting for our insecurities to kind of go away. Like once I get out of puberty, you know, then those insecurities will go away. Or once once I get out of college, then those insecurities will go away. Once I have that that stable job or that good paycheck or once I'm finally married, uh, then those insecurities will go away. And I've definitely realized more and more the older I get is that insecurities are like swamp things. You know, they they're always constantly rising up for a surprise attack. You know, you think you've gotten rid of them, you think you've thrown them out into the swamp, they're gone, they're dead. And then all of a sudden you're looking at that stage and all those swamp things come and just wrap their tentacles around you and try to pull you back. And that's what it was like for me. And how many of us live like that? How many of us live afraid to embarrass ourselves, especially in today's age of social media and perfect pictures and filters for everything and and just everything looks so perfect. Our lives look so amazing. We're all trying to put our own PR spins on our own social media profiles to make our lives look a lot better than they possibly are. And I think a lot of us are afraid to take that risk, afraid to look stupid, afraid to look silly, afraid to look ugly, afraid to look bad in front of our peers because everybody else looks so perfect. Everybody else looks like they have their life together. So I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to look like a failure. So I'm not going to even try. But you know what? And I think we all know this deep down, but I think we have to repeat it to ourselves time and time again. I know I do, is that the biggest risk we can take in our twenties and thirties, especially is not taking any risks at all. Staying in that safe, comfortable place or we're not, where we're not really growing. We're not really being challenged. We're not really seeing what we're made of. We're not, we're not learning new skills because we're staying in that safe, comfortable place called mediocrity. We're right in the middle. No one's going to talk about us, good or bad, because why should they? Because we are just hiding out because we're afraid and we're insecure. Sure, we might talk a big game. We might talk a big game about how good we could have done or if we would have been up on stage or if we would have given that presentation or or led that team or sang that song or or whatever it is. We, we have a lot of the sayings. We have a lot of, uh, you know, on the outside, it looks like we have it all together. But on the inside, those fear... And insecurity holding us back, holding us back from doing something great. And you have to be willing to embarrass yourself to make that happen. You know, I have to get over that fear time and time again. You know, part of my job is as a speaker. So I am jumping up on stages now as part of my income. And I'm always afraid. That fear never goes away, no matter how many talks I've given. And I've given talks to crowds and now in Vegas of, 600 people from all around the world and I've given talks to a, an auditorium full of middle schoolers in Compton California who could have cared less what I was saying I've given talks to three people in a room I've given talks all kinds of talks I've given hundreds of talks but I'm always a little bit afraid I'm always nervous I'm always wondering what, the, what what's the crowd gonna think of me am I gonna mess up am I gonna stumble over my words like I just did right now I have those fears. But you know what? I've definitely realized that that fear never goes away. It's not like you stop being afraid and then you do it. No, you harness that fear and you do it anyway. You do it afraid. And then as you're in the, the, the midst of doing what you're doing, as you're getting into flow, as you're up in front of the, the stage or whatever it is, that fear just turns into adrenaline, which turns into energy, which just helps me in, a, in many ways. And I've almost learned to, to be afraid when I'm not afraid. There's been a few times, just a few instances where I've kind of gotten a little, you know, big headed, you know, put on the suit, puff that chest out. You know, I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. Look at this crowd. Oh, I've got this. I'm going to kill it. You know, when I go up on stage overconfident and I, I I'm not afraid. And those are always the talks that I've done the absolute worst, where I've just bombed the most. Because I haven't had that same adrenaline and energy to go out there doing it afraid but doing it anyway instead of this kind of overconfident pride, this kind of false, this insecurity kind of masquerading as pride. And that doesn't work. So wherever you are right now in your life, I just encourage you to take that risk. Because the biggest risk, again, that we can all take is not taking any risks at all. And sure, you might look dumb, you might look foolish, you might look stupid, but guess what? This is another secret that I've learned. No one really cares. No one really cares that much. Your parents might care, sure, your spouse, a good friend, but, but most of our friends, most of our social media contacts, wherever these people are, they do not really care that much about your life. I think we've all put too much importance on our social media profiles that people are analyzing and looking at every post and trying to figure out, well, who are they really? Do they have a better life than me? You know, people don't care because the number one social media profile that each person looks at is their own. That's the profile people look at the most. They don't care that much about yours. They care the most about theirs and looking the best and not embarrassing themselves. And we're all kind of playing the same game and it's just this sick, twisted game that's holding us back from doing anything great. So that's why I wrote in 101 Secreture 20s, and I'll end this episode here. At the end of that secret in the book, I say that the fear of embarrassment poisons creativity. The fear of embarrassment stifles risk. The fear of embarrassment lets insecurities call the shots. Embarrassment thrives like a fungus in the petri dish of what will others think? Who cares what others think? Let them exist in the middle. I want my guitar. Who's with me? What guitar can you go for today? What risk can you take today? In what way can you put yourself out there and put yourself at the real possibility that you might embarrass yourself and that is okay because we're all gonna embarrass ourselves at some point. But I'd rather go for it. I'd rather take that chance, take that risk then constantly wonder my whole life what if. Thank you, everybody. This is Paul Ingoni with another all grown up podcast. Have a great day. Go out and embarrass yourselves today.